The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Straight from the Mouths of Madness. I am one of the hosts. Lowdown with me, as always, is Yep, you honor. What's up, witches? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Come yeah. on, that's just too easy to do. I mean. Yeah. 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 It was. It was. It was easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just get participation award? God damn it! That's the only. Good job. Like, you no. Know, all right. Fuck off. Let's continue. Like, continue. Not to mention, I feel like you've done that before. You have. Yeah. Have I with witches? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I mean. This episode kind of relevant. So, this isn't the first. I mean, you did that with uh, Fear Street. Yeah. Sixteen sixty six. That's true. Yeah. All right, whatever. Yeah. Let's get, get going. Go on. Pick go on. Hunter Knight. <laughs> and with me, my favorite. With me to help destroy Hunter's ego is Murph. Hi. Back again. I know. I don't know how you can stand this, but thank you. I mean, you know, it, you know, a lot. It has to do with what people bring to it, and they say they want to be. You know, they love this thing. I love that. Want to be on. Like, cool. What do you? You know, da da da. And then it's also that. You do love it, so there's that too, right? I do, I and there's that a plethora we... of knowledge that we. That's appreciate. what I'm saying. That's, yeah, that's, that's the bring it. Yeah, it's the bring yeah, it. That's... Not like the shitty movie, like the actual. You can act, actually, you can actually bring it. Yeah, <laughs> bring it on. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, Didn't they do an actual like horror bring it on? Like I think Rebecca McKendry helped write that. Did they? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Correctly. See, you just bust out some knowledge. I didn't fucking know. Or she was like, finally, my calling has come. Horror and cheerleading, two of my. High school passions. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I had no I idea. Didn't either. Yeah, now, that's news. Like for the yeah. first time in years, I have the urge to look up a, a Bring It On movie. <laughs> oh, I don't think I can still. I still don't. I, I mean, they have to go full all in. Oh yeah. Just you know, not not no holes barred. I mean, to make that enjoyable. Granted, I've sat through some shit, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. we have too plenty of killer oh, yeah. fillers yeah oh, just yeah. check out our killer fillers and our on the chopping block episodes and you will hear all about those that's true uh i will say that uh as much as i love you both for your knowledge and your enthusiasm when you have strong feelings about a film you are <laughs> not the best at having a, a poker face <laughs> no no we, we we like to basically like drop a bomb on it yeah and then step on the ashes. That's yeah. kind of what we there's, like. To there's there's been a couple where it was just hard for us to get through the first two minutes without just saying, "Okay, I'm angry that I had to experience this movie," yeah. and we yeah. just can't help it. So yeah. maybe a setup like in the Argento film, The Card Player, where you're playing over the internet, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, maybe not without the like, you know, for every hand I win, I'm going to cut a body part off of this victim. Uh, but you know, yeah, that yeah, same yeah. that same kind of hidden poker. I just face bought some new thing. power tools, so that might still be fun to do. That's true. Through bone, it's solid. Like, oh, that's good. Bone's and way harder than wood. And when you do that, you've got both. Uh, you've got a pieces homage. You've got a slumber party massacre homage. You've got an Argento. I like the way you think. Just all in one. Yeah. So, uh, tonight's episode <laughs> is going to be about. The, I mean, one of the fucking greats. We're going to talk about Dario Argento. It is his birthday. Uh, when this release, yeah, when this release, it'll be about a week, a little over a week since his birthday. And what better time to do an episode? That's right. You Cheers know. to you, Master of Horror Argento. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say there's a lot, there's, you know, there, we have a lot of amazing horror writers, horror directors 
in our time. You know, that goes without being said. But there's just the ones that just stand above. You know, Argento's definitely one of them. And John Carpenter even mm-hmm. referenced, like, that was one of his inspirations for Halloween. Yeah. Was Argento films. So well, it's it, like... I think that's part of what makes him so great is that he is of the, you know, I'll go ahead and say plethora of directors that we're lucky to have that both bring something to the genre and also, you know, get inspired by his fellow contributors to the genre. Like, mm-hmm. he's not... He doesn't view himself as like a pill, like not necessarily a pillar is the wrong word, but paragon is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, I, don't know. I Some, think so. Uh, a standalone figure doing it all himself. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I'm stoked to do this. We're gonna try this thing, and oh man, they're doing some cool stuff too. Let's do that. And yeah, collaborative. Yeah, collaborative as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I can say it's kind of funny for Carpenter when he releases Halloween. Everybody's like, "Wow, that whole opening sequence was the first person." Like, we never seen anything like that. He's like, "No, Still no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got about seven or eight movies. <laughs> just fucking backtrack that shit." He's like, "I'm not taking responsibility. I didn't create that shit." All right? Yeah, no shit. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's talk about the Jalo subgenre, please and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of the first people to do that one shot was Argento. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of. Not the only, but he made that big into na- yeah. Yeah, a neighbor, a phenomenon. Excuse me, phenomenon. He he utilized it a lot. He's a big fan of that killer POV because that's also where we get like the black gloved hands coming in to do nefarious things. Yeah, Tenab- yeah. Tenebrae was a big focus of it because that one it was it was so hyper violent and so hypersexual. And like one of the fa- my favorite things that I've I've heard about Tenebrae is that the the violence is shot like a sex scene. And the sex scenes are shot like murders. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's just people are not into having sex. They're just, sort of, it's just sort of like, ugh, we're doing this. Yeah, let's um, get it over with. But the violence, yeah. like they're touching, they're shoving things. I, like it's passionate, and it's all brightly lit in white light, so you can't escape. You, I mean, no, you got a there. money shot scene. Literally, yeah, in Henry, where it's yeah. just blood against the wall. That's oh, like, yeah. oh. I was literally going to say the same fucking thing. I was <laughs> yeah, like, no, man. speaking of the, uh, how sexual it is, that was a money shot. Like, inspired oh, yeah. who? Oh, yeah. Tarantino. Yeah. Like, he Bar- loved Tarantino. that fucking scene. Yeah. Um, what I meant uh, directly with the Panavision one shot take that Carpenter mm-hmm. did, that was from Phenomenon, because that was, yeah. you know, Argento used that Panavision, and that was was mainly used in all of Halloween. So it was like, okay. it's like almost directly like, you know, yeah. Dean Cundy talked a lot about that uh, when he goes into Halloween about we're fucking with this new technology and all this mm-hmm. stuff. You know, so really cool. And then everyone else kind of took on to it after that. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it looked good as shit. You know, yeah, actually, um, one of the things I was reading is that the same cinematographer that worked on Tenebrae was the one that did Suspiria, and so they did like exceptionally different lighting concepts for each. But I can see where the interplay of like that camera style really, really comes into focus, especially like. When we're looking at those hallway scenes and the way that the stairs are shot and that insane crane shot in Tenebrae. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I wonder if he used the same cinematographer for a lot of his stuff. Uh, I think you can switch it up a little bit. Those two are the same. Yeah. That one was, oh, I wrote his name. What, Phenomenon and uh, Tenebrae? Uh, no, 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 Tenebrae and Suspiria. Okay. Yeah, and that was um, Luciana Tol- uh, Tavoli. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah. I guess yeah, I guess that you know, I look back at Suspiria and there was a, like that director used a lot of like the like kind of down up shots at mm-hmm. times. Like But they they were also I think that they were so I think the point of that with Suspiria was to heighten the confusion because it was it was very much like, you know, Susie Banyan just 
being so out of it almost the entire time, mm-hmm. like from the influence of the witchcraft and then them starting to poison her and all yeah, sorts of all other that, shit. All that good shit, yeah. right? Plus, I mean, uh, the majority of the movie is taking place in one setting. I mean, you have your, you know, several shots out, but a lot of the movie is in that that mm-hmm. that one building. So yeah. that's yeah. a that is a challenge. You have to make it look grand and big and not claustrophobic to have the movie roll through the entire plot. Well, also at times making it claustrophobic because yeah. you want that, you know? Yeah. There's I mean, like parts. barbed wire, like yeah, I mean, yeah. razor wire. Yeah, yeah. razor sorry. wire. Sorry, I'm sorry. You don't like a relaxing backstroke through razor wire? <laughs> I'm gonna say barbed wire pokes. Razor wire. Nope. That's the Gibbs keeps on it, giving. It's it just hook, like hey, it hooks. Hey, slicey slice, slicey slice. But while we're on camera shots, can we please talk about that shot in the plaza where it pulls way the fuck out? Oh no, out, it's, a, it's gorgeous. And you see the entire plaza. And one and little you know dude. He's being stalked. Yeah, just mm-hmm. one little dude's in the center, like hello. <laughs> and you're waiting for that thing to zoom in, and get him, and then it's his fucking dog. Yeah, that yep. was so Ugh, so brutal. Fucking brutal. Yeah, that that shot was gorgeous. Oh, yeah, God. but uh, just it's just that Delicious. utilizing just that empty space to enhance that mm-hmm. lonely lonely factor. It's like even if I run, where am I going? Yeah, I'm running and open for like at least I don't know eighty feet. That's one of three like three camera camera movements that always come to mind for for me for Argento. It's that that plaza shot, um, and then there's the following the crow in opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's that tracking shot over over the apartment building, and then through the window to show that nobody is safe mm. in Tenebrae. Mm-hmm. So those are three. That I mean, I'll throw out there and just and deep read the the shot when at the beginning when our main dude is talking to his friend, mm-hmm. and they pull back, and there's just this random beautiful statue, and they're having probably mm-hmm. the farthest conversation, but it just looks amazing in this yeah. Oh, yeah. broad, like open area, like mm-hmm. and. Welcome to Italy. The only reason to have that shot and that type of conversation is look at the setting, check it out, because most people don't yell conversation to each other. Hey, yeah. how are you? I mean, it's not like, all right, I'll talk to you later. It's like, hey, so what are you doing, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you guys could just walk closer, yeah, except you want the shot. Yeah, that is true. They want, they, maybe they do that because they knew they were shit-faced. They didn't want to yell at each other's faces. Yeah. We're going to yell either way. <laughs> no, I, I, I love his, his use of like, light and camera movement to make you feel either trapped or like you're panic running. Mm-hmm. Um, like a, a lot of what he did in Tenebrae, I think he exper- experimented with like when he started with Bird with the Crystal Plumage, which was, you know, his di- directorial debut. And in that opening shot, the um, the writer gets stuck trying to help this woman in the gallery. He sees a woman being attacked in the gallery and tries to get to her and the entrance to the gallery has two sliding glass doors and he can get into one and then not through the other and then the other door closes so he is trapped between two glass doors watching her bleed trying to figure out how to get her help oh man and it is all brightly lit and that's another one of those those films that um like Profundo Rosso Deep Red, you know, we get that that feeling, the main character gets that feeling of, if I could only remember exactly what I saw, I would know who the killer was. Yeah, because you're right. And, um, well, before I actually I'll, I'll go into that, if we could, since you mentioned the the bird with the crystal mm-hmm. plumage, um, that was the first of what was known as, like, because he's got two main trilogies, right? You've got the, and you've mm-hmm. got the animal trilogy being one of them, and that was the yeah. first in the series of the animal trilogy. Now, I have only seen Cat on Nine Tales. Really? I have not, yeah, I, yeah, I have not okay. seen the other two. Um, I believe they are all streaming. I just didn't get around to Four Flies them. on Grey Velvet is not streaming to my knowledge. I had a really hard time finding it the first time I looked for it. I finally bought it on Blu-ray, which I think is available through 
limitless. I, I, I remember having to, like, I finally ended up ordering it and just jumping on it to go through it. But it's, it's not as common a distributor. Um, it just hasn't been optioned by, like, Arrow, who is... No, see, I know Arrow's got the other, the other two. Um, mm-hmm. Really cool artwork there. Oh, beautiful. Um, yeah. So, but I'm just, I'm curious, because I've not seen the whole trilogy, is, is it just because they... The, the titles are revolving around animals, or is there, is that, unlike his other trilogy, the Mother of Tears, yeah. are, the characters actually are what's creating the trilogy. Is the animal trilogy just because of the titles, or? Yeah, it's it, they all reference um, animals, and in some ways, like, it comes into play. I would say the one that the the specific animal comes into play the most is probably Four Flies on Grey Velvet, um, because it's referenced directly in the film as a thing. Okay. Um. That like the title is, which like like one of the characters says, "Wow, it looks like four flies on gray velvet," and it's one of the like pivotal moments of. Oh, dun dun dun! dun, dun, dun. Yeah. The they they look at the camera like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. What are we? Some sort of Suicide Squad? God damn it! <laughs> That's what you reference. That is the most horrible use of breaking the fourth wall. I got to use it for everything. That's Will true. Smith really like. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, it's just that it's that bad. Something I never thought we'd bring up in a Argento episode. Come Suicide on, though, but, like, think about it. Like, what? <laughs> like, I mean, if you opt to be a non-main character in an Argento movie, you kind of are in the Suicide yeah. Squad because you're probably not going to live. <laughs> True. Yeah, people die. Oh yeah. Or if you're a certain actor or actress, the tendency of going, "Thank you for showing up to my movie, and you're dying again, and thank you again. Now you're okay, dead. You're gonna die again. Yeah, and again. Oh, you were in my friend's uh, movie, and I'm he's let me have you come over here, and you'll die in this movie too. Like yeah. a lot of it, borrowing of actors and actresses and some of these Jala movies, and Say going. It isn't so. Yeah. <laughs> I would say one of the biggest problems, and, and well, before we move from that, is there anything specific about these three that make it stand? Are they kind of you can tell he's in his intro into what he's going to later to cre- create, or is it like something stand out that makes these really kind of be special on their own right, not just early films? So, I mean, this was him digging into the giallo genre as you know the black love killer mysteries like you know i I know that we mentioned it on other podcasts but just to go over it again giallo um means yellow in italian and it references the like the murder mystery books like those lurid paperbacks with the yellow covers that like you could pick up and they're often you know black love killer mysteries like you know there's a lot of violence there's a lot of like killer point of view there's a lot of like hasses cloak and dagger hats and like sunglasses that. and raincoat yeah. and misdirection Mis- I was gonna like say that. misdirection seems mm-hmm. like a yeah. big big thing like yeah. you're like oh it's totally this person oh, no. wait they're dead so oh, it can't shit. be that person yeah yeah so shit. that's what we're referencing when it when it comes to Jello and there's a lot that goes into that um, but you know that's something that I deeply invite you to to investigate on your own and Argento super was definitely the one that really put some fire into the genre and i think part of that was him bringing because him him wanting to bring the like the grit and violence of the western into italian horror and into the giallo genre in general which makes sense if you look at the way that a lot of westerns play out which is, you know, like it's a little bit more of a basic whodunit where a lot of times you know who done it, but mm-hmm. they're gonna go get him. Yeah. Um yeah. and in these it's a little bit more it's well, it's a lot more convoluted. Um, but there was just a lot in the way that it was shot. Um and, he, and honestly, but, <clears throat> like most of those westerns were shot in Spain. Yeah. Yeah. And not in America. Italia, yeah. So he he could literally it would probably been easy to like take a little trip. I mean, it's not a little trip, but you know. Yeah. You just take a train. I'm not pretty sure the train connects from Italy to Spain. There's, oh, 
You know, traveling by train is so much easier in Europe. Yeah, like, I mean, where you could literally about. like you could you could not even know about it, be vacationing and like, oh, there's a movie being filmed here in the desert. Cool. Yeah. I mean, because most of the spaghetti westerns were shot in Spain. Yeah, spaghetti. Yeah. Well, I heard those at one point referred to as paella westerns because they were in Spain, and that just cracked me the fuck up. <laughs> paella westerns. <laughs> um, I, so. Of the three of those, my favorite is the bird with the crystal plumage. Um, you know, I think that he really, I think because it was his directorial debut, he took his time a little bit more and knew all of the things that he wanted to go for. And he didn't yet have to deal with like, you know, these studios or anything like that. Uh, all of that, you know, happened kind of later on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I remember correctly, like it was his father that was helping him produce it. So he wasn't. He was in a really great position. Mm -hmm. And then I think the other two was were more him experimenting with different aspects. And all of that, all of this experimentation that goes on in this initial trilogy come together to be the brilliance that is Deep Red. Yeah. So we see a lot of different aspects of them together to create that. Okay. Thank um, you for just kind of... Because like uh, going in Deep Red, which yeah. was we took a quick mm -hmm. break, for, break from, was... No, I... Personally, that is like one of my top... Mm -hmm. Argento movies like I mean obviously you could say I mean there's so many great ones that I love but like I fucking love Deep Red oh, I'd beautiful. probably put that like I, yeah, I just it's... I fuck I don't I don't know what it is like if I, if I if we were to put it on right now I was watching it I would point out everything that I'm like no that's fucking sweet that was sweet yep. I think it is that misdirection who done it though that gets it because that ending it's it's oh just God. it wraps that movie up so well and it's such a fuck you to the audience the music cues. Oh, we've we, we seen live. Get, we've seen live. I know. Hey. Where you get a little jazzed up right before you're about to get murdered. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. so funny because it's such a mellow, mellow doom, and it starts beating up, and you're like, somebody's about to get fucking stabbed. Yeah, like, stabby, stabby. Uh, yeah, it's like stab, stab. It's like a like <laughs> upbeat. Like, oh, yeah. you're about to get your shit fucked up. And I'm gonna yeah, tell yeah. you, uh, listeners, watching Claudio and Goblin, or Claudio, excuse me, and Goblin Claudio perform that Monetti. live to the movie was. Oh, and Suspiria. They're doing a Suspiria in so October. Yeah, I, I have I have tickets for that, so I'm very excited. It's uh, November, isn't it? November, yes. Yeah, I need to get November tickets for that. November 13th, it's a Sunday. Oh, the ticket, so is it general admission or is it seated? General admission, Sweet. and it'll be seated. So. But, so you can sit where you want, yeah. but general admission. Right. Oh, that's what they did at the right, bird, right. at the, uh, the bird, and I'm so glad because I'm happy we can buy a ticket, we can all kind of sit, yeah. still sit together kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. if you get tickets, uh, we sh I'll save you seats and things. Yeah, you know, I would definitely want to go, and I hope a few other people, I think, said mentioned going, because I missed it when it came to Richmond, so yeah which is funny because i was jealous of you seeing deep red with them playing the year prior i had actually got to see them at uh the bird Doing playing Suspiria. Suspiria. yeah, yeah. Uh, while we're on deep red i have to ask when you found out that reveal at the end did you rewind the movie to look uh by rewind you mean go to the first scene and rewatch the first like 10 minutes because it's a dvd as a DVD, you yes. didn't just go all the way back and look. No, I went to, all right, let me go all the way. Ah, there we go. I okay. like to watch them come to life. So, you know, I just watch it in reverse. <laughs> and they're alive again. Hooray. <laughs> it is weird. You just watch them reverse die. The blood goes Hallelujah. back in the body. Yeah, He's saved. Up. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's how I do it. That dummy runs back. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That fucking puppet. I'm so Fuck, glad yeah. that he fought to keep that puppet. That whole so thing. Weird. That whole fucking thing mm -hmm. was just weird. Just, oh, God. But that, it that whole puts thing. it a whole other element. It does. We you are like the child and the knife. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. What's going on here? What is this? Because kids always make shit creepier. Oh, yeah. And then drunk, drunk, having to kids. drunk friend who's like, yeah, yeah, Fuck I did it. in the house by the cemetery. Yeah. Fuck Bob. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I know that's full cheap, but I just had to bring that No, but fair. Fuck that kid. Yeah, that gets obnoxious in that movie. But um, there's so many, there's so much detective in that too. Mm -hmm. That uh, that I think is what I love about it. Like it's a horror, but it's still like 
the suspense is there from the investigation, like uh, you know, mm -hmm. one murder scene, and he, uh, he steams the fucking glass wall up, and oh that shit like I'm that so that right. I fucking love. In that, I, yeah. I'm a sucker because my greatest, one of my, pretty much my favorite comic book person is Batman. He's the greatest, world's greatest detective. I like that whole. Mm -hmm. Figure it out, but puzzle it, piece. It is shit. interesting though that he keeps having being close proximity to the murders. That yeah. the cops are like, "Wow, dude, you, right, uh, right in the first scene of another murder." All right, mm, well, help us out. Mm. Oh, yeah. another murder that you were the first person to discover, and like the cops keep going. Okay, well, all right, well, that's what happens sometimes to you know famous piano players. I don't know, like yeah, we just <laughs> end up at the scene of a death. Yeah, that's a pretty common theme throughout all of of his jallos for the most part like you know it's well you're not cops but you were here and you surely you noticed something and oh have you seen anything like let us know and then they just start doing these investigatings like you know and Bert the crystal plumage he's a writer and the and four flies on gray velvet you know he's got shit to hide but he's a drummer and he's doing investigating the closest he gets to working with the cops is hiring a personal detective mm -hmm. um which i do want to mention one scene in that because I will admit, Four Flies on Grey Velvet is not my favorite of his early work. Um, and But there is a scene where the private detective is following a lead through the subway, and he's taking the subway cars, and you're getting these like the dark segments where it goes through the tunnels, and then it's stationed, and so you're getting that confusion of people coming on and off and on and off with the interchangeable light and dark, and then he gets off the car looking for the person, and the subway platform empties, and you get the last person going up the steps mm -hmm. and then you get the bathroom door swinging and he has to make a choice of where to go investigate mm. and it's very reminiscent of what they did later on in demons yeah yeah well i mean giving that um that fork in the road slash decision kind of thing is very familiar it too, is it know? is but specifically the tension that they cr that he created with that moment yeah. because it doesn't exist a whole lot in the rest of the film there's a great chase sequence through um gardens earlier on but um i don't want to give away too much of the film just because I i'd like you guys to get to see it and um experience the moments and make your own decisions yeah yeah my... which i appreciate but yeah. you know obviously we want to talk about all his films, so I think right. I think, but I know I think um, that was a great descriptor of mm -hmm. that trilogy. Yeah, because you know, because like I said, not knowing it, and I feel like I got a really good sense of kind of what he like. I've seen Cat of Nine Tails, mm -hmm. but the other two, getting a kind of a good sense of where they're where they're going. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, without without having without spoiling anything. Yeah, it's and, definitely the self insert artist character that reappears as the as the the either titular main character or the problem solver and that's what we see in tenebrae too with peter neal mm -hmm. for multiple reasons <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so then yeah after after deep red that's pretty much where we go we get our first of the next trilogy mm -hmm. the three mothers we get suspiria which that's the one that kind of that's the launcher yeah that's, that's the one that really sent him like over the moon i mean as much as i like i said and i remember saying that about deep red when we went to saw it i said i sat next to hobbit now and, and we we're like halfway through the film and, and this is that would probably have been like the god seventh or eighth time i had watched it you know um and i was like fuck man i really do think this is like probably my one of my, my favorite argento film and he's like really mm -hmm. Suspiria? i'm like yeah dude i don't know man something about this movie mm -hmm. as much as i love suspiria you add the whole other supernatural element to it and it, it's mm -hmm. taken away from just the human element which to me is is always creepier i think humans i was you know. i was just gonna say i think for me like i i like deep red and it's very much like a like murder mystery in a way with some really good mm -hmm. kills but so something with suspiria makes it just terrifying that it's this 
supernatural, but he kept all the fucking gore that like the kills from Deep Red, mm-hmm. but just this level of like you're not safe anywhere. You know, like yeah. in Deep Red, you're like, okay, I can maybe hide, I can do this, but Suspiria was that movie where it's like you can go where the fuck you want. This is a supernatural element that's going to kill you in a fucked up way. And that's yeah, what I think yeah. makes it a, a step above it is just adding that and throwing that. Because I'll be honest, like before Suspiria, I never really had any interest in movies involving witches or like it didn't fuck with me. That's the first movie where I was like, fuck, I don't want to cross a fucking witch the wrong way because they'll fuck my <laughs> shit up in however, like, you know, interesting way they want to. So mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. Laugh about it. Yeah. Laugh about it. Get a it. kick out of it. Yeah. Man, we fucked this shit up. Yeah. But that that to me was what kind of stuck with me was Suspiria that just left imprint that's it's one of my favorite horror movies is just like I never thought I would be terrified of fucking witches till that shit. And it's like <laughs> they're not like, oh, we put a spell on you and fuck you. They're like, you're gonna get stabbed so many fucking ways, you're gonna get razor wire, shit like that. Just like, fuck yeah, fucked yeah. up it's ways. Dropped on you while yep. you're in your uh and just that opening sequence. About that part. Goddamn. Sure, because we've got other m- movies to talk about maggots with. Uh, yeah, no, it's just that that little gall. There's certain movies, and you're like, just watch the opening Maybe. sequence. And Suspiria is one of those when they go like we we talk about just these famous opening scenes oh, that establish yeah. it. Oh yeah, Suspiria's up there. Right the woods is ranged like just you don't know what the fuck's going on. Like that whole you start off the movie confused. Yeah, and you're just really like, okay, where is this? Where is this going to get grounded? And it it, ta- it doesn't get grounded until what, like ten minutes? Well, after the intro scene, after she's already dead, and like she gets to the school, and you figure, oh, this she was running from the school and all. Yeah. Oh, it's just that starting in the land of confusion kind of thing. Yeah, you know? I would definitely say you don't achieve any sort of like for what we can call grounding in that film um, until the following day. Yeah, which where, is like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess I just think long because there's a long drive to the school, but then like the next day after she gets there, they start referencing the student mm-hmm. that we saw yeah. running and realize it was a student. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not just oh, a, okay. Yeah, yeah, was like, this a random oh, chick? Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a spare, no, no. spare bed right now available yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just that... Again, with that opening scene, it's the the atmosphere, the rain, the you know goblet, the score, oh, everything colors, just hitting yeah. you with the colors that just makes that so movie right. so fucking just evil. Like you're like, this is an evil, awesome fucking opening that makes an impression on you that you're like, mm-hmm. I'm in for the next two hours. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Exactly. And then you are. You're locked in. And like, you know, we did we did do a killer or filler on this um, last year, mm-hmm. a year ago actually. It was September last year going super in depth on this film but you know that's the the way they reveal everything in this film i mean they even used the color palette when like they had to all sleep in like the gymnasium mm-hmm. or cafeteria i think yeah. it was and then there's just that wall there's like that it's almost like a welding like uh curtain and yeah, you just see helena like behind shot. that breathe yeah. you hear her breathe, you see her you're like oh, oh just that that presence yeah. was, was cr- fucking scary marcos yes and uh <laughs> Yeah. So many. This he really introduced a lot more of like more. I would say psychotic jump scares in this. Mm-hmm. Or it wasn't just like the boo kind of like come out yeah. of nowhere thing. Like remember when she finds Helena's room, mm-hmm. her her roommate comes busting out from behind a door like just shredded up because she was the one that fell into the uh, the razor, razor yeah. wire yeah. with a knife and you're like oh what the fuck is that yeah <laughs> holy shit what is happening and why exactly but she's yeah. just screaming her head off like again one of those scenes where it was dead fucking silent mm-hmm. and then that noise happens yep. and you're like yeah jeez fuck yeah. Oh, yeah i'm so ready to see this on the big screen oh yeah I, I wish side note that 
Goblin would do this with fucking Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, they taunted, and they at the one I went to, I left and not knowing that they were going to do a couple more. But yeah, they performed. Yeah, they played a deep red. They'll, they'll, because, they'll because they they broke for that, yeah. so they're going to play. The so they did a piece the from Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. They did and a they piece did, from Demons. They did and, a back, yeah. backdrop, but it's like yeah. I want to watch the whole film. Yeah, with Goblin because that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yes, I mean another. This is a good, another auteur mm-hmm. to Argento. We got George Romero, so it yeah. just makes sense that you know. Which they collaborated again later on on mm. Two Evil Eyes, exactly. Um, where they each did. Well, it yeah. was it was a it short was, story. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, it was uh, it was an anthology, but the two of them like agreed. Yeah, we want to put this together. No, no, that, that, that my look wasn't that. It was just that. Yeah, yeah that was a film. Yeah, it was a film. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it was a film. No, that's yeah. I, it it had its moments, but uh, it's not going to be on the list of my favorites. Yeah, and that's kind of where um, I'm at. Where when you compare it to both of their their other works, you're like, eh. mm. I I unfortunately feel that way a, uh, about a lot of Argento's later work. Um, and I don't know if it's because he's experimenting with different things and trying to get like trying to reach for where he wants to be. And granted, I have not seen his most recent film just came out. Yeah. It's, it's, last um, year, right? In the last year. Yeah. Within yeah. this past year. But it's only released in Italy. We're supposed to get it here. Is it later this month or in November? The you know, uh, a couple of horror websites actually post something about that because it's you know his birthday and i think it is supposed to be sometime in this final quarter i don't know if it's going to be september october but i think before the end of the year we're supposed to get it here i am interested in watching it i am interested in seeing what he's doing now because the last big thing that we got from him that i cared about was this two masters of horror stuff yeah well that was a fuck i forgot about that dude jennifer is fucking awesome yeah, I need to go back Fucked and watch up, that. Fucked up, but it's awesome. Pelts, Pelts was good for season two, but season two is when Masters of Horror kind of started. Mm, a lot of stinkers in that one. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of stink. But yeah. I'll go back and watch Jennifer, because I had that solely by itself when you mm-hmm. used to be able to buy them individually. I remember just, that, that's yeah. E- it's easier to find them individually for me now. Really? Yeah, I don't see them in um, the multi-packs as much. Multi-pack, the, the I found season. Um, it scares that's the care. There is a, a woman who's always there, and but all her stuff's used, right? Mm-hmm. But like I found three... Of the four DVDs for season one and Blu-ray, Ooh. so I'm just missing. Uh, but I think I own two of the ones in, individually from that yeah. Blu-ray, so I think I'm only missing one story. But like Jennifer's one of my favorite ones out of season mm-hmm. one. I, I think that's just, I don't know. It, it, I know it's got the guy from Wings in it, but <laughs> <laughs> like it's just something creepy about like you are so like it like just taken with this woman, the succubus, the succubus exactly. Yeah, then that's where it goes to, but they never actually fully show it. You just kind of see the full cycle of mm-hmm. what it's doing to the person, yeah. Right, because he turns into the guy that he saw beating the crap out of her and throwing her, you know, trying to kill yeah. her, right? You know, it's, it's it was which is a good all around story. It definitely wasn't his traditional type of film, at any you means. Know, but you know? it's also what did they get? They got like an hour and a very limited budget, so it yeah. was just space to play essentially, which is what they were meant to be. And I think that for that, it functioned very well. I think part of it too is I'm always a fan of like the slow descent. Of people, and you just watch him. He was like rich, nice house, not rich, but like really well off, super nice house, mm-hmm. you know. And then you just watch him lose everything to where he's living in a shack, yeah, you know. And you're like, oh, buddy, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. I, like th- those things are because th- for me, those things sometimes are scarier than mm-hmm. then you add in the element of the cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everybody's worried about cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> now, pelts. I don't. Rem- I don't remember much of pelts. I remember I liked it, but I don't remember that. I haven't pelts, rewatched I also that as much. Don't have. Clear yeah, I haven't seen. Of. I haven't seen pelts, so I. 
Yeah. Yeah. I got um, to catch up on a lot of that season two uh, stuff. Yeah, so. Uh, I mean. Yeah. I can send maybe you I'll the ones just that take are you, good. I'll, I was going to say, maybe I'll just. I'll, send you the ones I'll give you the recommendations good. instead I'll, of I'll going t- through those. I'll tell you, yeah. here's the ones to watch. Don't watch the rest. Yeah. Season one's like, got the bangers. I'll, I'll tell let you, you that. take one for the team. Sounds like a good From the Mouths of Madness episode. Oh, yeah. Best of, worst of. Yeah. Season one, season one episode, best of worst. That's though. a big chopping block. <laughs> Fuck. Nah, we do a full length. Yeah, we have to watch them all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Someone that has a listen oh, to this Will, episode. Will owns. Yeah. I think the season one, the whole like coffin, the coffin set they set. came out with. Yeah. That, that wouldn't surprise me. Because when they first released it as a collection in DVD, it came out in, like a coffin. Yeah, in season one. Like, or like a mausoleum. One of the two. Yeah. Or maybe one season a... was a coffin. One season was a mausoleum. I think it's a coffin. Okay. That's been a lot of beer and shots since mm. I've seen those at physical. <laughs> they haven't had Will on Madness as much as I nearly as much as I want him to be. Uh, yeah. I would like for him to be on, but yeah. So I recommend you guys. I know that I think Masters of Horror. I know it's only on Voodoo digitally, but you have to like rent them or buy them. I don't think anywhere has these things streaming. I don't know, but we're also heading into October, so some of those things might change because a yeah. bunch of the streaming services are like, oh, people want spooky shit. Let's grab some spooky shit. Um, yeah. So that t- that tends to be... I can't remember where'd one. they air. Was it Showtime? That's a- Yeah, it was Showtime. Showtime? Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you. You think Showtime's app would just have them because it was property they own? <laughs> you think <laughs> like, so? Like, it's yeah. like HBO doesn't have Tales from the Crypt on their streaming well, service either. Uh, and that's yeah, the weird thing can, is they... you can view a lot of that on YouTube, actually. You can, but I mean, yeah. you think HBO want to put out the old uber-fucking updated quality it's badassery. It's one of those things where they bought the rights at the time to mm-hmm. release, like, to televise it, but they didn't actually hold the rights, like, a licensing. Oh, so, no, I bet you're right. So that's, that's one of those things uh, that they're like, yeah, we'll we'll play it, and they bought it from... thing Yeah, so they bought those, those episodes to play. Like Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Uh, Anyways. Oh man. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we um, have we have a whole we have two other mothers to talk about. We do. We've got next one up, Inferno. Oh, what are my favorites? Yeah. She. That, this one gets a little that opening scene. Oh. I would say this one gets as much as we like to say swimming in the water with the lights, yeah. finding the corpse. I, one number one. I don't know why you would dive in like a sub basement pool to find your fucking keys in your white dress, other than style. But you know, I'm not mad about it. Boobies. When I think of Inferno, honestly, when it's, wet. it's the <laughs> it's the going back to I guess his love of animal attacks and yes. which one did which you hate more, being attacked by rats or being attacked by cats? Because like, oh man, yeah, that what? cat one is fuck that dude. He yeah. hurt kitty cats. I know, but man, oh. glad he's dead. Also, I uh. I don't ever want to see how they film that scene because you know they were just tossing cats at this dude left and right. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's think... a guy off to the side just throwing fucking cats. I mean, I don't think there was a disclaimer at the end saying no cats are harmed. I know <laughs> this is this really <laughs> obvious because those cats are just being flung at this guy left and right. And I know it's supposed to make the impression of like they've been summoned to kill this one, but they're just being thrown off <laughs> off camera right I think at him. They just don't like him because he's a dick. Yeah, dude, cats don't like. Bad people. But the 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 Whoops. fucking rat shit was mm. also pretty fucked up. So. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I have a thing with those rats. Like, yeah. They're like vermin and disease. Is and it ball. because their tiny mouths would take little chunks out of you slowly? And then they're, they 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 spread a whole fucking plague. The fleas did. Yeah. The fleas did. And if, it well, was now, because the, if they the fleas did, if the fleas didn't have a host to bite into and transfer the virus to, such as a rat. But if we hadn't killed the cats because of the witchcraft scare, then that would have all been avoided. Mm. Don't hurt cats, motherfuckers. Mm, that's true. That's true. Yeah, fuck rats, though. Yeah. I don't know, man. I fucking hate rats. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. I'm not that's a fan. okay. Big, giant fucking... 
<laughs> Living in the sewers. But I, I enjoy Inferno. It's just not. Yeah. It's 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 like Suspiria light. I guess is the best way to put it. Where yeah, there's some good kills in it, but it's the tension and the buildups just not there. Like I think they did I the, love the ending. I, I think they did the films in the way of the strength of the mothers too, though. Yeah. Now I've not seen Mothers of Tears, but that mother is the strongest. <laughs> yeah. She's the most powerful. So I, I will say either. for that in Inferno, <laughs> you can tell that mother is um, not as. On death's door, I guess, as you would say, because Helena was pretty much well, boil hard. ridden, and you know, I mean, it's hard to tell though, because like we don't we don't know anything about them as witches, and when she came through the mirror, she had death, you know, the skeleton face, and yeah, Inferno, so there was, you know, there's a lot at play of what could be true. Um, yeah, I just I guess she seemed more more spry than mm-hmm. Helena did. I guess because Helena was basically like. She's, able to do stuff, yeah, but not like actively up and. Uh, she was kind of still better at hiding in plain sight. Whether as Marcos was like, mm, I have people to do my bidding. I'll mm. just fuck with you when the time comes. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, so. and I don't like. I said I don't know how uh, Mothers of Tears is in that movie. Oh, also, quick note about your killer or filler because you were debating about what the creature was that come up that came up. That was the mother of size. That was uh, Mater Suspiriorum. Uh, that came out. That creature that like obliterated everybody. And Helena Marcos was lying in the new film and was not actually one of the three mothers which is why she was murdered and uh, the, the girl was being what gave her body to the actual mother of size oh yeah i mean so the vagina the vagina throat. yeah vagina throat. yeah okay. that's, what, that's what it was it was yeah. a vagina throat <laughs> it was a reverse birthing process the mother went in she came out babies are swapped it's a birthing process i can get behind so okay so it wasn't but it, it was supposed to be through that actress though wasn't it hmm? it was through that it was through that that actress was the one that was going around she was she was speaking. So after um, she was speaking for the the mother, if you notice, like her her mouth was all jacked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at a certain point, that mother disappears, and that's when she goes around and is just like, "What do you want? You know, I want to die." You know, and then she's like, "Granted," and then they drop dead, that sort of thing. And that's why she doesn't act like Susie Banyan at all after that. Mm. Um, and it goes around and speaks as a different being. Okay. But granted, she's a lot kinder than I would have thought one of the three mothers would have been, but like that was her well, she, actually she showing. slaughter like so many people first, though. Mm. Yeah. That was she a... slaughter... But the, uh, it's... a lot of slaughtering. It's a lot of slaughtering, but in my mind, one of the cruelest creatures on the planet Earth would not go to... The therapist made to witness and wipe his memory so he could live his life m- more freely and painlessly. Mm. So in my mind, if I was a creature that put on this earth to create suffering and enjoy suffering, you're going to remember everything. Mm. Fair. I Fair. also would have let them live half like welted and like a pile of flesh, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, all right, so, uh, fucking Murphy here. Yeah, the moron. I want you are... to live in pain. <laughs> you don't get to if die. You, if you are you a will... <laughs> cruel being, death is a release. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I guess I got so enamored by this, the fucking insanity that was the end of that film that I was, yeah. I mean, fair. It's so good. It was so good. But yeah. It was so good. So. Yeah, and that was that's one of the other differences between it. But that's yeah. you know, a whole other discussion. I just wanted to like. No, I appreciate that because I do. I remember we did bring that up, and I was like, I don't really understand what the fuck happened there. I just know that she killed a lot of motherfuckers. A lot of motherfuckers died. <laughs> yep, a lot that's of ripping of shit off and fucking. Yeah. yeah, it was ripping 
Yeah. Fucking get bones her, out. Get a coin. Get a raincoat. <laughs> yeah, get a raincoat. Yeah. yeah. It's a bloody world out there. Kids, grab your coat. Is that what you need to start? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, um, so yeah, Mother of Tears, you're the only one that's seen that, Murph. What is that? I. What is that? Yeah. How's that? How's that doing? That certainly was a film that I saw. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, yeah. Okay. That's, uh, yeah. It's one of the later films. There are some really brutal kills. I will give that. I will give it that. Is that there? There are some, like he does not. He still does not pull punches. Um, as far as like the kills are concerned, Ozzy's acting leaves a lot to be desired for me. Um, and like the storylines, just like it. I wish in my heart of hearts they could have been filmed closer together because I feel like there might have been more to give or like. It just didn't, it felt like he still didn't have much to give as far as like that idea concept went because, you know, he was pretty burnt out by Inferno because there was just a lot of trouble with the production and with Inferno, yeah, and the the Macbeth curse and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's opera. That's opera. That's that's right. That's that's opera. Opera and Phenomenon are the two that he had those, those curses, those troubles. Opera, he used the actual opera house that. Yes. And and Macbeth is the is the opera that they're doing, so yeah. that was something that like he feels kind of cursed him. But um, no, the, there was just a lot of issues with the studio, and like it wasn't a commercial success, and he just felt like burnt out. And his and Daria because Daria Nicolodi co-wrote Suspiria with him, which is why we got such a vastly different feeling from Suspiria, which is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. And her influence, you know, really should not be forgotten. And she had a lot of feelings about him downplaying her role in the creation of Suspiria. And so all of those feelings are still going on during Inferno and it was just it just wasn't great by the end of it. And so he was just that and the woman that he had picked to be the mother of tears um, turned down the role. All of that combined, he was like, I don't have energy to give on this project. But, you know, he, he went and did a few other things. Yeah. You know, and, he had opera, which mm-hmm. is, you know, solid. I mm-hmm. enjoyed I enjoyed opera. That, I forget yeah. where that's streaming at now, folks. It's, it is streaming somewhere for free, though. Is it not on Prime? Is, I it's think Prime. it's Prime. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Or Shudder. Well, it's it's Shutter Prime, but yeah, they they got a decent amount of his stuff out on there. I don't think it's on Shutter. I just bought it on DVD. I think it's I think it's on um, Prime. Let me mention Phenomena. That I yeah, I really fucking like that movie. I love that movie. The movie is really really yeah. Yeah. It's been a while for I need to go back (laughs) and rewatch that. Um, just because that's uh, on Prime too, and it's the right one. Yeah, Phenomena. Yeah, Phenomena is also streaming on Shutter right now. So it is for me. It's like one of the same because my Shutter's through Prime. Right. I I get confused when I look. Yeah. I have the um, separate apps just because I like to be able to search a little bit better. But yeah, it's not Creepers. It's not the one that was released in the U.S. No, it's um, the soundtrack's correct. Yep, and, yep. Yeah. and we got Motherfucking Maiden and Motorhead, and it's yes. beautiful. Yes. <laughs> oh, and like a pool of... And a pool of maggots par- and body oh, parts. God, mm-hmm. that shit was so cringy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was gross. I bet that the the uh, bog of eternal stench didn't bother her at all, Jennifer Connelly at all after filming the pool of maggots. Yeah, no, yeah. she's like, bring the farts. The whole, like, thing I'm, the whole thing I'm thinking about is just like she falls in, and then it's just like in her mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. don't upshot right now, man. Dude, no, but it's like I, yeah. You think about that, like just oh, that's so much nasty brown body pus and flesh in there you know actually yep. in that pool the maggots are the least of my worries exactly it's 
everything. All the chunks of everything else. And, and like, you yeah. know, just yeah. a, uh, probably 500,000 different bacterial cultures that are now just creating new bacterial cultures in that I, little but, pool okay, of disgust. But at that point in the film, it's, I don't want to be fed to this weird, like, tooth boy yeah true yeah, yeah which that boy. was what is what is her his deal i don't know i was yeah. and that was that was what uh, i remember the first time watching it, which was an awesome reveal it's like he oh, was the one yeah. like so initially in the beginning of the film they show something breaking from the wall and then they mimic that with the mm-hmm. detective but then you realize it was the kid and you're like holy fuck yep so it was a crazy turn crazy turn again who done it all the maggots on his mouth from eating yeah flesh. oh mm-hmm. just oh, it's, yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that that's a great film. Oh, I think. I mean, granted, Con- Connolly's Donald, yeah. Donald Pleasance. Yeah. Yes, obviously with a with a monkey. Yeah, a chimpanzee. <laughs> chimpanzee. Yeah. Dude, dude, that chimp okay. saved the day. Chimp saved the day, and apparently, off screen, he and Con- the chimp and Connolly did not get along, and it bit off like a chunk of her finger or something. Holy really? shit! Yeah. I did not hear about Got that. Got a little bit of yeah. note going on there. Yeah, little, yeah dude, <laughs> she, uh, she she apparently had a fear of chimpanzees before that. And like, apparently, it initially was gonna have to fight the chimpanzee, and it got changed. And from like trying to keep the chimpanzee calm, it got mad at her when it took a chunk out of her finger. <laughs> Just, I know I'm laughing, but I feel so bad for damn. her. Oh yeah, damn. Yeah. Oh, I do have a thing to share about how they did the effect of the flies coming down over the school because you know her character is psychic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and communicates with insects. Well, they have two fly scenes. You got the one on the water and the one over the school. You do, but there's that the one where they're all like coming over the building yeah. they got that effect by um filming coffee grounds in a fish tank in slow motion and superimposing them over a photo of the school and that's how they created that effect they probably did the same thing like. over the over the lake one too i would think when it, they kill when he when, they, when she kills the kid. i think so. i think they did something similar but that was the big one where i was just like that's such a cool that is cool no yeah because that scene it breaks through the freaking windows and all that crap it's when just, they ugh. Cover the school, mm-hmm. and at first they're like, "Yeah, she thinks she controls flies," and then the li- the flies cover the windows, and they're like, mm, mm-hmm. "We are <laughs> uncomfortable." Well, I guess y'all shouldn't have been fucking dicks. Exactly. No, I I do enjoy, and with Donald Pleasance, I do enjoy always seeing him in another role. Mm-hmm. You know, other than Loomis. Loomis yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I mean, Prison Star. I mean, or a Carpenter movie. Okay, See, and something not, not Carpenter, Carpenter movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then you guys need to watch The Flesh and the Fiends. Okay. As well, it is um, just a very quick side note. You can chop this out if you want. I don't care. Um, but it's also got Peter Cushing in it and um, Donald, well, Cushing. very, very young Donald Pleasance. And it is based off of the um, the Burke and Hare murders in early um, Edinburgh when there was uh, the problem of medical college not having enough cadavers to um, experiment on and teach their students. On. And so that's how Burke and Hare ended up becoming serial killers because they had a tenant die at their burning boarding house. Gave, no one claimed the body, so they sold the corpse to the medical college, discovered it was a quick way to make money, and started bumping people off. I mean, um, it, and so yeah. it incorporates all of that, and he, and Pleasance plays either Burke or Hare. I can't remember which one, but it's a really, really great watch. It's re- it's shockingly good. Nice. No, I'm... I'm... I've all, I, I need to really go through his catalog and see what's available to watch too, because mm-hmm. I do enjoy him in other things, and like yeah. other characters. Yeah, you know, like just granted, like first and foremost, he always cut my, Loomis. Cut my, I mean, that's what I, you know, yeah. cut teeth oh, yeah. on. Man, was Loomis, right? But no, the dude was a renowned actor. Like, I remember he hated that he was doing Halloween. Like, he was like shit house on the first scene, right? So oh yeah, he was like he was. 
<laughs> he's he's yeah. uh, he has said uh, people yeah, he drank so much up, wine that he was drunk during that breakout. Scene. Yeah, you can hear him slurring he a little bit. If you go back and listen to it now, you can hear it. He, yeah. he oh, did yeah. not want to do this fucking movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. it know, sounds like, like he's just like held with like terror while he's talking, but he's also slurring. So it's like that boy's uh, and like you're like yeah, you are fucked up right now, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. pure the end e- of the bar. Pure. Pure oh, evil, God. yeah. Pure evil. Roll down the window. Gotta get some pure evil out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that so that was it was very it's very refreshing to go back and watch a film and see his character in that yeah. and be a completely different type, completely different person. Apparently, he had reservations about this role as well, but um, after being in the film, he was like, "Yeah, okay, all right, fine." This I like. He went to he saw it all come together. He was like, "You know what? Stand corrected." Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Yeah, we bring up. Yeah, Tenebring. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, we talked about some of the scenes, mm-hmm. but we could actually do. I'm just saying that's Tenebring. to yeah. me like that's my third on uh, of his is just because mm-hmm. it kind of goes back to the basics, no super supernatural element really, and just kind of that you know twist at the end that mm-hmm. kind of that first person camera views with the mm-hmm. again gloves and things like that, and then at the end you get the reveal. I appreciate that because it's yeah. You know, yeah. he, he messed with you a little bit in Deep Red, but this one he really messed with you and then messes with you again. Mm-hmm. And like like the 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 blade with the squirty blood. You know, like, oh, yeah, like no, you're like, that, oh that, when I'm gonna kill myself. And then yeah. you're like, No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not. You're totally not. No. I believe you. One hundred percent. But you also are so sympathetic. You're like, man, this author keeps getting like hassled by the fucking cops just because of the book, and it's like, oh, well, never mind. I guess, yeah. Uh, well, and in this one, like, you know, I don't know, Murph, you mentioned the black glove mm-hmm. thing. You, you really see start seeing the uh, a similarity with like Fulci and like the New York Ripper mm-hmm. and like just that black glove killer trench coat, like. Similar vein of killer, but to- two totally different kind of mo- motive, motifs, I guess you would say, is the word you would use. Mm-hmm. And just you know? so much misdirection. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just one person. You're like, oh, so we're setting for that. I mean, he gives you in that movie, like, I think, what, two or three different people. You're like, it's got to be the crazy ex, like, ex, you know, who's literally stalked to the point of mm-hmm. flying across the ocean to yeah, stalk you. Yeah. So you're like, obviously it's her, but nope. No, 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 and like, oh, it's this one dude. Oh, axe to the head. So every time you're like oh, building up, building up. Hmm? No, it was. There I know, but that's what I'm saying. It was in a way, but like he also was involved with it. I'm just saying, like yeah. the the the. Okay, here's the we solved this. No, you haven't, and no. I, I I appreciate about that movie. So. I yeah. we've oddly enough tried to carefully avoid spoilers. And I know the movie's old enough. We can just fucking like, say. It, I love that we're like. I think that speaks a lot about Argento's work that we're. You don't like, want to spoil. You don't want to spoil that first time. Yeah. Like if, if somebody is is listening to this, being like, maybe I should check out Argento. Do it. Yeah, um, and that's kind of that's kind of thing. We know there's tons of new people getting into horror more and more every day. Yeah. Um, and they they obviously, you know, they like the new horror and they really like you know where that's gone. I mean, we you know obviously there's gonna be more gore and yeah. you know they're 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 gonna be more upfront. Like the way. These old films were gory, but they were done in such a way that it's at times almost even more intense. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. just by what they util- what they utilize in their se- in their scene and their uh, for the with the yeah. set to increase that. You know, and Tenebris, like you've already mentioned, yeah. a big one with that. And yeah. I think that if well. anybody's been on the fence about checking some some of these older horror directors out, like. Mm-hmm. 
and I think I think it becomes natural where you just don't want to spoil things for people. Yeah. Unless you know going into it, you're doing a one like one individual movie for the whole episode. Then of course you're going to have to spoil it to, because you're going to talk about it. Yeah. Or we give that that you know, you know that preface for exactly. It. But, but stuff stuff like Argento, like you know things, and even with Fulci, the end of the New York Ripper, I wouldn't want to spoil that for someone. No, and we didn't. Holy I remember shit. we didn't say yeah. like what the ending because yeah. that was a twit. That was a whoo. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah. This one, like the one of the things that I I, I do want to say, there is uh, another death. Um, in the in Tenebrae, it's is it okay if I spoil this part? Like the yeah, no, no, so um, it's John Saxon's character hit when he oh, dies, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's I found that to be an interesting parallel to when the private detective uh, Orosio dies in the subway because it is both like there's one that is the isolation of being alone and the isolation of being in a crowd, and it's and I think it also shows the difference of where Argento was and what he and what he was experiencing because Tenebrae he also shot. On the heels of uh, a vacation in, I want to say that it was Los Angeles or something, where he was stalked by a fan who That's obtained right. his, mm-hmm. his phone number and got increasingly more violent and threatening calls. Um, he witnessed like somebody get shot in like the in the, like the lobby of the hotel that he was staying, like the Hilton Hotel. Mm-hmm. Heard about another drive-by happening in front of a theater for no reason, and so this is like his experiences with like that stalking and obsessiveness and like that intensity, but also like that darkness that roosts in the hearts of humans. And so I think that he put a lot of those into those moments where like one, no one cares because you died alone. And one, no one cares because you died in front of everyone. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. find, I just found them both really interesting. Where like, they're like, Oh my God, something's happened, but somehow no one saw the killer. Yeah. And they, and they actually, you know, they've touched on that in a few other movies. And it's one of the really big things I love about those particular films is like trick or treat. Like, mm-hmm. When he just he lays her to the yeah. side and, and like lays her right next to another dude that's passed out drunk, yeah, like, like yeah, just add her to the ground. Yeah, blood on her throat. I mean, it's Halloween. Who gives it? You know. Yep. But like there, are, and I'm mean, there's other ones. That one's I would think one of the newer newer ones that have utilized that where it's just like you're in a crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, you know your surrounding. Yep. You're just gonna fit right in, and they'll notice you when you start stinking the next day, and you don't wake have up. You, <laughs> have you ever y'all seen the the newest Invisible Man movie? Not. Oh, the the newest newest one yeah. with the chick from Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. 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 Because there's a scene in there where she's like, I'm going to do it in public so that I, I'm safe, and it backfires on her, which yeah. is just kind of kind of funny how, like, everybody's around, so nothing bad can happen. It's like, mm. everybody's around. You just fucked yourself. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. now you don't know where the attack is coming from. Exactly. Because he's invisible. <laughs> so. We might need to cover that one, by the way. Uh, we, I think we do. I yeah. think we do. I think it deserves some some conversation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. So, really, I think the next... the uh, Last couple things to talk about were just his works with Baba. Well, I do want to mention opera because I really, I oh yeah, we, I, we, love I the, thought we didn't go into it. That's right, we didn't go into it. But uh, the 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 killer uh, utilizes a thing where he places um, needles underneath the the mm-hmm. girl's uh, our main character's eyes, mm-hmm. so she can't close her eyes. Maybe maybe that's why I didn't want to talk about opera. I don't know. Maybe that's <laughs> you don't you don't want to talk about the tiny flecks of blood on your inner. Lash line? No, that's 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 not. not I mean, that's kind of the definitive scene in yeah, that. Is I, yeah, that, I know. Yeah, I know. Because it's like God. she closes and it's poking the yeah, eye. I know. You know, like oh god. Yeah. But oh. we should go into that scene a little more. No, I think detail. you need to go. Like it's my fuck taped hard. right and. <laughs> I, I, I watched the, I watched opera and I showed it to my partner Alan, who works with um 
uh, Virginia Opera. And he kept having moments where he was like, no, don't do that with the costume. What are you doing to the costumes? <laughs> they work so hard on that. <laughs> what are you doing? Leave the costume designer alone. <laughs> but no, it's pretty great. There, that that scene is definitely uh, and I, not just for me and my thing. I like. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I like Fulci movies so much. Side note. I know we're not talking. We're talking about Argento, but like, I don't he like. I, I don't like eye yeah. attacks, and like, but yet I love Fulci films. And Argento, I just happened to want to do that, and yeah. Heads up about that film I was trying to get you to watch, opening scene eye attack. Okay. Yeah. Evil Dead Trap. No, I mean I'll deal with it. I just watched. Uh, we watched the Sanders, and she literally got skull fucked, like literally. Yeah. Skull fucked. I Penis in the eye that. socket. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying I need to watch that because you're like someone gets skull fucked and I'm like, Ooh, I think you may be. I think you may be. I'm not that into broke. <laughs> well, you when you bring up skull <laughs> fucking, then I've got to see it. I gotta check mean, it out. I wasn't interested you know, until I've you said seen a lot of things penetrated <laughs> in my day, but I gotta see a skull. Just right up in there, like, oh god. Yeah. Yeah. So it happened. Yeah. This is probably why my phone advertises me fucked up things <laughs> see I, I told you i, I this is you, why my phone advertises me t-shirts that say come in the doom yeah i was know. like well they do, it does listen so yeah. it's probably why have i recommended this fucked up shit yeah exactly. oh, okay but um no uh anything else you wanted to reference into opera i mean I, it's just one that I think is is worth a watch. I find it very. Oh, it is oh, definitely worth a watch. I do want to talk about one of the other kills. The Daria Nicolodi's death in that movie is insane. Which one was that? It's more eye trauma. It's the shot. Oh yeah. It is the shot through the keyhole and mm-hmm. through the eye socket. Mm-hmm. That's it right. Is... Yeah. Oh yeah. about God. that. Yeah. That yeah. shot is amazing. Yeah. I, I did until like, he was like, "Oh, the other eye kill." Like, God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> Murphy, I want to thank you because there was there was two. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank good, you. Good. The other eye trauma one. The other one. eye yeah. trauma one. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I love you. Uh-huh, yeah. But no, I mean, but these, but these, uh, as much as like, I, everyone has the kill that gets them the most, right? That that yeah. thing, right? And um, even though those were like what gets me the most, they were still done masterfully. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like just hackney fucking no. eye deaths. You know. No, no. I, it's, yeah. It's good it stuff. Was exceptionally well, and it's so brutal, and the yeah. and it shot well. And like, there's that tension in the moment where you just have enough time to be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, boom. <laughs> yep. There we go. But no, I do. I totally recommend checking out opera. I didn't mean to like, not almost like skip over actually talk. <laughs> well, because you brought it up about just the the, the tragedy yeah. behind it. Yeah. And, what, and what, we t- you know. brought up the tracking shot following one. Of the yeah, yeah. They decide to use live. So I, I just this assume we talked about it, but no, we need. There's other. There was. A, yeah, yeah. Those deaths were definitely worth bringing up in that film. Um, and then of course we've got his collaboration. Mm-hmm. With Romero, we, we talked. Yeah, we we talked enough about that one. Fine. And I'm, Some I'm not, other movies. Yeah, so, you want to talk uh, about his collaboration with Lamberto Bava? Yes, that's what I want to talk about because <laughs> those are actually good. Sorry. <laughs> hey, no, we have all got our feelings, but I'm not yeah, gonna begrudge yeah. you. But no, uh, just like giving you a heart. Obviously, demons or demoni, whatever you want to call demoni. it. It um is. A, because it happens in a the movie theater. Like, there's a whole lot there for me why I, I enjoyed that one more, but Demons mm-hmm. 2 is still a solid fucking film. Yeah. Bitch comes out of TV. Fucked up. <laughs> I have to rewatch Demons 2. Yeah. I, I did too. It's, that one's been a while. That's been streaming on Prime for a while. Yeah, I think that's my plan is uh, to go. go and back it, and it's, watch it's it. a solid watch. It's definitely worth watching. But like I said, as soon as I saw Evil Dead Rise being a skyscraper, I'm like, ah, Demons 2. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn it. Like, well, just because, you know, every cabin in the woods movie mm-hmm. you think of like evil dead yeah the first you know so i think evil dead now is like finally it's making evil dead's making me think of something else 
you know coming full circle exactly i mean literally it is but i mean the zombies and the possession in that is just way more i don't know like non-comically gross I think I think we should keep I think we should call them demons because they're demons. They're not zombies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and one thing that I've noticed about a lot of the Italian directors is that they're real specific about if something is a demon, if something is a zombie, or if something is an infected human. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I like I like so, the clarification. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes over here in the West we gotta we don't get enough de- like gross demons. zombies. Yeah. Wait, you can't it, be have that zombie. Are don't have yeah. a soul as a zombie. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Evil Dead clearly they were, they were also possessed. They were because they, cause they, mm-hmm. they do go in enough with like there's a Kandarian demon mm-hmm. da 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 possession but yeah. then we, we do eventually start getting to where it's like oh it's questionable Yeah, where were you going you're right they are demons and they are fucking grotesque yeah pussy plop oh I love it oh, I love so... the green I love the green <laughs> yeah. goop and the gnarly claws gnarly claws and the teeth though with like the yeah it's almost like um that's where Night of the Demons got its inspiration from Mm. That demon, that yeah. style yeah. of demon that, possession. I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah that's a that, good comparison. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, especially. Which I, and, I lo- and I'm not taking away from that demons. That's a fucking phenomenal film too. It's just like that. All got sharp, jagged teeth, and that the, the contacts were big. Because demons came out right before Night, Night of the, the demons. demons. Yeah, yeah. Because Night of the Demons was '88. Mm-hmm. That's right, Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> Sorry, I just watched that literally two nights ago. I fucking oh, love that. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's so good. It's really fucking Any awesome. Any advice on how to get a, nip, a, a lipstick back out of your nipple, by the way? Well, the remake tells you where it comes out, so. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yep. Yeah, it does. Do you poop lipstick? Uh, no. Nope. Watch it, remake. Yeah, the remake is on uh, Prime right now, too. Yeah. Get it with season of Edward Furlong. And, and we've covered that on Killer Filler. Yeah, that on Ki- was that last year or the oh, year before? Edward I think Does it was Edward Furlong last- yeah. die? Because I would like that. Uh, I'm not going to spoil that for you. Yeah. You'll have to listen to the episode or watch, watch the movie. Fuck, you probably will. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely recommend Demons and Demons 2. Now, like I said, he was just the writer. Uh, like I said, we I know he produced the first yeah. one, but I don't, know if he, I don't know if he produced the second one. I think he might have, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. So. But uh, that is also, like I said, Bava. Um, Lamberto Bava. Lamberto Bava. Which is the son, child of, son of Mario Bava. Mario Bava. Yeah, yep. another, another prominent director, Italian director. Pioneer writer. of the giallo genre and one of the. Yeah, you referenced a proto. He was like very proto. Yeah. It's like almost like Bob Clark's Black Christmas proto slasher yeah. type of thing. Yeah. 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 Which I need to, I, you know, and I don't think I've seen any Mario Bava. Film, so I probably should go back and watch some of those. And oh, just really? See the no. Um, Bay the, of Blood is a good one to see. Oh, I've seen um, that one. I didn't okay. know that was that was Baba. Yeah, that's Baba. Okay, I didn't yeah. know that was. I didn't know. Uh, I have seen one then. Yeah, and it's good. I did I, enjoy that. I have to go back and look because his films are so all over the place. Like he he did whatever the fuck he felt like doing, man. Well, he, it was in a time when film was baby. Film was like it got there was so much new technology in the fifties coming from the thirties. You had twenty years of evolution in film where you. There was a lot. I feel like there was a lot of freedom where there was no like you became a genre director. Well, I feel like a t- Italian know? film, especially, sits at a really interesting place because some of the big movements that you got were like the Italian neorealism, which is like what comes out of my f- my camera is life, and you know, yeah, very, yeah, yeah. Like, direct translations, which I think we can also trace the '80s independent movement that Kevin Smith came out of from that. But um, also, you know, you like taking a look at like the surrealism brought in by like Fellini and all that, and I think. Both of those movements are what brought us to people like Bava and Argento and Fulci because, like, 
all of that as like heightened emotion combined with like the hyper violence of the things that they were seeing, mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, really, really helped birth something wonderfully horrifying. <laughs> yes. No, yeah, wonderfully horrifying is a great way to put yeah. it. And if I'm not mistaken, I, I cannot remember exactly what, which ties is, but I know that, um, Argento has some sort of ties to Fellini, um, whether it was working with one of his scriptwriters or something similar, but, uh, I want to say that it might have been on Deep Red, and like he had some clashes with him. But yeah, so cool, nice. I, I didn't know that. Little little factoids for you. But um, hi, my name is Murph, and I read notes too much. <laughs> <laughs> no notes are welcome because I learned a little. I know I learned something tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, listeners learn some too or they'll be like well you forgot this yeah and you forgot this and um oh yeah you, well part of the time some of the time it is murphy that lets us know we miss but now that, that they're on thing. the episode they it makes done, it easier that like we won't get the message very yeah i'm yeah. so sorry yeah that's how we prevent <laughs> that it's just to have them on and then they can't exactly. tell we us what get, we missed we don't get messages like a week later like I'm just We solved the problem. At least it's nice and it's not just like, you fucked up. Yeah. No, I just, it's like, oh, you didn't mention this and I want to have a conversation with you about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, we it's know. It's just me being hyped. But... <laughs> Gotta give you shit, though. I you know, know, but, yeah. you know. I'm just we do appreciate it, it though. Um, of his later films, I will say, like, the two that I definitely enjoyed of the ones that I watched, like, Trauma is, is, is very watchable. So is the Stendhal Syndrome. Stendhal yeah, I Syndrome, I will give you, like, there is a, Big TW for those. I know we don't do a whole lot of them, but there's a lot of rape in that movie. Yeah, um, rape so. is. I feel like rape and suicide are the ultimate things. You gotta be like, hey guys. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and it's be one aware. That, like it's just like it's it's super focused on it. So like that's just one that like, and it it sort of alludes to it in the description, but just in case that's like something someone's. It's not like irreversible, isn't? I have not watched irreversible. Oh. That's that's a Gaspar Noe film, isn't it? Uh, yes, Gooch is going to shoot me if I say if I got that wrong. Because I, I think I think that is um, Gaspar Noe, and actually Argento. I haven't gotten to watch yet, but apparently Argento actually did like a leading acting role in one of his recent films, Vortex, mm. which I'd love to see. Um, so I'm I'm going to check that out at some point. But I know how Gaspar Noe's films like the feeling of them tends to be. So I'm kind of given that its own time and place. Yeah. I um, feel like, you know, there's a whole nausea that's going to come with that. <laughs> possible. <laughs> just, just okay. Um, First of all, I watched, I, I watched, I got irreversible with, um, out actually watching it. It was like a recommendation. Yeah. And there was no, I mean, this is early two thousands too. No one was recommending, you know, letting people like, Hey, there's this in there. And yeah. I watched them like, Oh, Oh, like it was yeah. just like, whoa. Well, this is happening now. My okay. God, and I own it. Cool. <laughs> I mean, it, it, great film, but it's also one of those films that's like, that's, yeah. Yeah, we can watch that if you really it's want. Like, it's like that movie, like, I'm nev- I never need to watch The Road again. You know? Yeah. Like, I never yeah, need to watch time. that again. That's one time. Yeah. I got, I got really sad and wanted to actually wanted to kill people through the screen because they were really gross. And yeah, yeah you know what I mean? Yeah, that kind like, of feeling. Yeah, mother. I, I don't Yeah. I feel like I. Did it. Watch it. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, any other new ones? Because like I, I haven't watched anything um, past his Masters of Horror stuff. So. Oh, really? Uh, Trauma is 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 worth watching. It's got uh, Piper Laurie in it. Um, oh, I like from, Piper Laurie. Yeah, she yeah. she plays. She does She's an solid. excellent job in it. Um, uh, Stendhal Syndrome, like I said, TW for rape, but otherwise another like fairly solid film. And of the later ones, I would definitely that I've watched so far, I would definitely say one of the more solid ones. Um, like the storyline goes pretty cleanly through it, and I liked Ozzy's acting in it. Um, okay. It's okay. also a really interesting concept. 
Um, the card player, watchable. Watch it with beer. Watch it with friends. You're going to hate the CGI parts. Oh, man. There's, <sighs> there's not a lot of it, but there is one scene towards the end where you're going to be like, really, my dude? So you say it's towards the end. So if, as long as it doesn't ruin the film, then it's, I'm good. It's like right at if the end. If you ruin the film. Yeah, well, the la- well there was like, another movie that was right at the end that really... Kind of yeah. <laughs> it's circa 2004. I mean, mm. you know, that's even worse than the movie. We, never mind. All right. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Mother of Tears is a film. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dracula 3D is a film. Oh, no, yeah. I no. started that. No, that is a whole thing. It. That is a whole yeah. thing. Yeah. No, that's like that needs to be like a. I don't know. A that was a punishment because it's not. It's. It, Dario Argento, like on the like on there, and like almost like a punishment, like you're gonna have your name marked on here because, like, just so people know that you made this awful fucking movie. Yeah, fucking movie. I think that was he's got branded. He made right before, like before he took a very long. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if that that didn't make you step back and reevaluate a few things, that's a studio saying the only thing we do is put his name right there on the cover and hope that some people will. So bad. Yeah. yeah. Rented. So bad. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. 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 All right. I know he's been spending a lot of time with grandkids and stuff, which is nice. But yeah, like... And he's running his, his uh, memorabilia shop yeah, in uh, yeah, Italy, yeah. too. Yeah. Which runs... I think is also called Profundo Rosso. It is. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. Like, when cheering like... his daughter on, who like popped up in a bunch of, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah his I daughter's mean, popped yeah. up in yeah. some stuff, too. Yeah. 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 Line, lineage and uh, of... Fiore, I think, is is taking a hiatus from acting. Mm-hmm. She she doesn't do a whole lot of main roles. She's mostly like cameo roles and some others and some like minor roles in films. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think she is the first victim in. Oh my god, I just lost it. I'm sorry. Um, You're good. Oh, the first victim in Phenomenon. That's right. Oh yeah, she's, she's the, the first. She's the first one with that. This is the bus, and yeah, that's yeah, the first that's time her. you get the one shot of them chasing her through the yeah, ma- the his, his waterfall. Oh man, the scenery is so gorgeous. Yeah, you need to go to the mountains in Italy. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah, it should be something you catch. Yeah, I mean, I've never been. Yeah, I, I mean, it looks, it looks, it looks you watch amazing. Movies like that, but you watch movies like, like, all right, that's that's uh, that needs to be a destination sometime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like seriously, it just looks we so can all go gorgeous. Visit Alan's family and and sweet Palermo, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. His, his family's in Sicily. I come back twenty pounds heavier. <laughs> we all will. We'll all all just that roll fucking. Off the plane. Yeah, we're always like too much pasta and bread. <laughs> so much pasta and bread. Pastries. <laughs> so, all right. So, hope you all enjoyed that episode about all about Argento, the man, the myth, the master. Mm-hmm. And um, we're not done. You know, we got one more thing. But before we get to that, got to sum my soul a little bit, as per usual. Um, <laughs> uh, make sure you go to uh, com. Check out all the other shows under the network And I'm not, I'm not selling my soul there I'm selling quality fucking podcasting yeah. right That's what I'm selling mm-hmm. right there The soul selling is While you're also on com. I mean you're already on here There's yeah, You're already there Might as well just scoot on over to our links tab And go to amazon.com Where you can buy and or stream I recommend buying Because we'll get a kickback for that All these films Yeah <laughs> Literally all these films yeah, and you can get some really, really nice editions. Oh, the Arrow editions are Remasters, fucking phenomenal. Because yeah. they, they've it, done Phenomenon, they've done Cat of Nine Tales, Tenebre, and... Um, Bird with the Crystal Plumage. Bird with the Crystal Plumage, yeah. yeah I, oh, no, they didn't do Suspiria. Someone else just did Suspiria. Um, I, yeah, I haven't gotten that new did, Suspiria. Did Vinegar Syndrome do that? No. And it wasn't Screen Factory. No. no. Goddamn, who's, who's the else? other one? Who's the other it one? Oh, Blue other Underground? 
possibly. No, they're not putting out n- new releases because they're not like they don't. But even they're even, not as active as they used. Even that, even yeah. if like I know I've got just the DVD, but it's the double collector's edition yeah. has a fuck ton of stuff on there. So just yeah. pick that up. Yeah, I mean, just pick shit. that up. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful and worth. Worth seeing all of these in high definition. Because yeah, yes. Suspiria has been remastered multiple times. Yeah. Like there's that newest one, but the DVD I had is like the third remastering yeah. they've done with it. So and yeah. honestly, Suspiria is a great one to pick up because again, that primary color palette where they literally tried to make it like Walt Disney Snow White. Like they wanted yeah. it to feel like that. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's such a gorgeous film. God, it's such a gorgeous film. But yeah, buy all that on Amazon.com. Just make sure you go through our link. Podcast.com to do it. Yeah. Appreciate that. We're resting yeah. that coin. Yeah. <laughs> Call Satoy until you're a podcaster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's uh, next to our Amazon link, we have the link to all our merch. It's the Public. Bam. You get a click on that, takes you to 50, almost God. probably 60 designs now. Because when, when this episode drops, all Halloween stuff should be out. Which are rep- re- reprints. There's a couple new ones I think that are are going to be dropped as well. So there should be like well over like 55 designs, and yeah, and those those Halloween specific, spooky season specific ones are going to be through the first of the year, um, and they run sales like every other weekend. So yeah. you never have to pay full price. Really, just wait. If it's not on sale this weekend, it'll be next weekend. If you sign up for text, they will thirst te- text you about as often. Oh, they are some thirsty fabrics. bitches. Hey, yeah. wait, what are you doing like, right now? You wanna, you wanna no, get some twenty percent off? They're thirsty oh, like the shit. Thirty percent off. Yeah, right. How you like that? Jesus, I'm like, get easy, easy. <laughs> you had your chance. You ignore me all night. Fuck you. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Fuck what are you up to right now? Fabrics. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, make sure to, and they they can get tons of different designs on tons of stuff. We got pillows. Fucking banners, tote bags, tote bags, fucking tote bags. You, yes, he's fucking. I told you, man. I'm pushing bags. the tote bags. I want to get the tote bag numbers up. Yeah. Um. Notebooks, journal entry stuff. It's awesome. Stickers. Tons of awesome shit. Yep. Sticker. Uh, yeah. Stickers and magnets. Fucking stickers and magnets. Just, yeah. That's you know. That's the simplest shit. Are Just they rebel- still doing masks too? Uh, I think I uh, probably. Mm, yes. I like masks because they hide my bitch face. So. Mm. <laughs> you can't be. You still got that. My eyebrows don't give me away as much as my mouth doing things does. Mm. Wow, that was a sentence I said out loud. <laughs> it sounded way worse than I completed that. <laughs> and now it's recorded forever. Excellent, great, love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they still do have masks too, so get yourself a couple masks. All right. And uh, now that that is done, it is time for... Stomp. The Host. All right, so I am finally up one and not just tied and then having you take the fucking lead again, Hunter. This is weird. I know. I'm behind. Uh, All right, well, let's see what happens. It's a nice change of pace for me. Yes. But, you know, yeah. We'll just so. end this being fucking, like, we nobody gains uh, any ground on, on tonight, so. Yeah, just stay. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just stay. We do have the master of ties. We're gonna, we uh, read us we, the question. We're playing it safe for... Two, a bit a year and a half now. I think yeah. we need to, you know, yeah. go fuck your face. Oh, all right, all right. We need to. We need to. I mean, sorry, we got to bring it back. It's getting too too bland. Yeah. In the old trivia segment. I yeah. Tried to be nicer with my questions. Oh, you get to decide um, who goes first. How many? How many questions is it again? Well, it's base three and three. Okay. And then if we tie out of that um, tiebreaker, so if we only each get one out of those six, then we still need a tiebreaker. Sometimes we need two. We've had we have needed two tiebreakers before. Yeah, we have. <laughs> so 
Okay. Murph, who would you like to go first? Um, Hunter, you can go first. All right. Her. Her. What De Palma musical did Jessica Harper star in before Suspiria? Fuck me if I already, I mean, De Palma musical? Yep. I feel like I know this, but I, I'm drawing a blank. I'm, yeah, I'm drawing a blank on all De Palma movies besides, like, <laughs> the obvious, yeah, Carrie <laughs> yeah, and Untouchables. Did they Pitbull. sing in Carrie? <laughs> oh, no. I've got blood on me. No. Oh, yeah. I, I, How about you, Loda? No, I, 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 I'm going to hear the name and be pissed because Palma. I do remember he did do, uh, he directed a, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Phantom of the Paradise. Holy mm. shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See? Yep. I, knew, yep. I knew that was, yeah, that's the yep. thing. All right. Fuck, 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 fuck. Forgot okay. he directed that. <sighs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Low down. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Don't sound so sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock became known for his cameos in his films. Argento, known as the Italian Hitchcock, did something similar in a number of his films. What was it slash how did he do it? It's a it's a way of cameoing. I'll give you both that. Um this picture? No. Okay. I don't I don't know. His hands? Yes. Put it on the gloves, I believe. Yeah. No, oh, actually oh, it was him it was him uh, I'll give you it for hands. hands. Okay. But it was him being the killer's, killer's. hands. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see I didn't I know I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of times when you see the black lip killer's hands and in, in um Isn't there films, one of them though his... where he did put the gloves on or yeah. am I wrong? Okay. Yeah, no that's but that's It's a not big... every movie they did it's that. It's not yeah. every movie that he did that, but um I want to say that it might have been Tenebrae that he yeah. that he made that because that was when he made a big show of that. Uh Ow, my toesies. Sorry. It's okay. Um, it's not a white table. All right. How dare you ask me that question? Bam! No, no. <laughs> All right, and Hunter. Yes. Luigi Cosi directed a film mm -mm. that referenced Suspiria directly and was supposed to be another end to the Three Mothers trilogy. What was it? Your hint is that it shares a name with another Argento project. Fuck, I... Nope, I have no idea. <laughs> um, I'll guess shares a name with another one of Argento's films. Projects, yes. Projects, Projects so not film. Mm. Uh, see, Here it is go. on film. Mm. It is on film. Yeah, and he did direct it. Mm-hmm. You have to be episode specific. God damn it! <laughs> I don't know. It's the Black Cat. Luigi Cosi oh. co-wrote it with Daria Nicolodi. Um, and it also technically, I think, also exists within the Demons canon as like Demon Six or something like that. There's six of those movies? Yeah, the church is also technically part of the Demons canon as well. Mm. All right. Cool. Um, All right. Well, nothing. Let's see. Here we go. All right. Tying it back up. Let's Low down. Low down. Okay. Yeah. Oh. What did I do? Yes. I have to use the horror trivia. Yes. Anya Pironi was Argento's first pick for Mater Lacrimosum in the final third mother film. She turned down the role, but starred in a Fulci film that came out the same year as her last collaboration with Argento. What was the Fulci film? Came out as a Fulci film the last year? The same year? So it was, she starred in a Fulci film that came out in the same year as her last collaboration with Argento. So, so what was the... Okay. What was the year? As I'm trying. Well, Fulci stopped pretty early on, so I'm going to go with... Um... Think about who we have as an overlap. 
and it's not a big role. It's not a big role. It's not a big role in the Argento film. Oh, in the Argento film. Oh, so it is yeah. a big role in the yeah, in the Fulci. Oh, it's... she has more. She has more oh. screen time. Are you gonna poop? What's happening? I know. I think I know, but I'm waiting oh, for I'm gonna take, slow take down the shot. Say. say the Beyond. No. Mm. House by the Cemetery. Yes. God, because she cameos. At least I know in Timur. Uh, she, she's the, the thief in that. No, mm. she is. She cameos in Inferno. She's the third mother. Oh, really? She's in the classroom scene and was meant to be. And then there's another yeah, person that cameos and isn't that then? Yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking of the girl, the thief in Tenebrae. That's also no. They look similar, but it's yeah. not the same actress. Okay. Um. Well, I accidentally got that right. Two to nothing. Yeah. You. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see. This is four questions, right? Counting this will be question five. Yeah, this is question, question five. five. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is the name of the painting Argento had recreated on set for Deep Red? You can give me either the name of the painting or the artist. I think this would be fucking multiple choice. I'm sorry. Do you, yeah. want to, do you want me to ask a different question? Is this, is this bad? Yeah, I, thought I will say this. I can't. Remember, I, I just watched this this to... week too. No, no, it's no, 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 it's fine. A different question, I can't. Um, we'll just, uh... I'll say I have no idea, and I have no idea. Yeah, so. likewise. Okay, okay. Well, then I'll rephrase it and give you guys another, well, the, another way. He still has one more question, question. So, well, no, I'll give you guys another way to answer this question because, like, it's a, that's pretty specific and not necessarily within the direct realm of horror. Mm-hmm. So, can you tell me what part of Deep Red, what shot? was a, the recreating of the painting. And I'll let Hunter go first since this was his question. What shot was the yeah, recreating? Is, it Within the set pieces of Deep Red, and you see a shot that Argento saw this painting and said, I'm going to recreate that as a set piece, as the background of this shot. I I mean, it, it, I have no idea. I'm so okay. confused by it. So yeah, no. I was just okay. thinking of the little kid's drawings that he unwraps no, and like. Uh, no, it, I think it'll make sense now that no. I think once I say it. So it's Nighthawks by Edward Hopper. And what the scene is, is when they're in that plaza and they're talking, the diner scene behind them is yep. that, the recreation God. of the famous painting. Oh, shit. Of like yeah, it is. The, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So yeah. That, I picked up on yeah. that, but I did not think that's like the famous painting. I remember when we. Yeah. When, yeah. When, I, I remember. I remember earlier when we talked about the. When they were outside after leaving that diner, mm-hmm. talking, I rem- like that image of that yeah. shot came yeah. to my mind. I kept waiting yeah. for something to that, be involved that with that diner, L-shaped mm-hmm. diner. Yeah, yep. yeah. see, when you say it like that, then I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, obviously that. But my brain's uh, like, nope. Yeah, I. Right. That's why I tried rephrasing it, just because I thought that we both got it wrong. So I mean, I can do the last one and see if I get it right, but then it'll just be yeah. two to one. Yeah. So. Yeah, just have, give or him you, one more question. Or so. you could be three to nothing. I mean, you were talking shit, so you give yeah. him a pity question. Yeah, yeah. Give him a pity question. Yeah. What cities do the three mothers live in? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't remember the city names. They're well-known cities. Berlin, right? Well, so am, techni- I, am I getting the remake so mixed up? That's, technically, that's the remake, but I'll give you that. Well, Paris. Nope. Not Paris? Nope. Uh, Rome is Amsterdam? one, right? Yes, Rome yeah. is one. Yeah. Amsterdam? No. Okay. I don't know. I think I was sort of inserting that with Inferno because she has a Venice. No. Oh, I'm just throwing names by the way. I don't know. No. Let's see. Rome, New York, and Freiburg. That Freiburg. Freiburg. Oh, screw you, Freiburg. I had other questions, (laughs) but I didn't know if they were going to be. Well, we don't even have to do the tiebreaker because you won. Oh yeah. To nothing. And you started talking shit. So 
Two nothing. So now we're tied. Good show, sir. Good yes, time. I will not be talking shit as you talk shit and you just lost. Yeah. So yeah. good show. <laughs> All right, so Hunter, you tied it. There you go. You motherfucker, you. <laughs> no. You son of a bitch. Mm. Mm. Thank you for yes. I'm again yeah. going to be nice to you and yeah, as soon as I'm recording, you're gonna start talking shit. Just because right. not on air doesn't mean you That's didn't do right. it. Just because not on air doesn't mean you didn't do it. Yep. Yeah. I think and in the time honored tradition of Argento killers, you have to start whispering into the mic all the horrible things that you know about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> um. So all right, that's it, folks. Hope you enjoyed this. And until we talk to you again, embrace the madness. and remakes two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse join like the hobbit and tondi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and tv shows what podcast would dare to bring this upon the world this is smack my picture The Hobbit here. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch Nights, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights, and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. Hey guys, Scotty P here with Smash on your left. And we are the Geek Fathers. That's right, bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So welcome to our world. And as always, join us or cry. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. My 
name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. In a world of blockbuster movies, there's another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-movie abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May May the the schlock be with you. you.